I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, Tony, can you believe it? We are 10,000 miles away doing a behind-the-glass live in Australia. It's unbelievable. What is happening, everybody? I want to give you a round of applause. Welcome. <laughs> this is the start of an epic adventure for us. Um, we're here for a couple of weeks doing four of these shows, filling our boots with Aussie content and Aussie experiences. I'm so tired already. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know our own names. We no. don't know where we are. We arrived two days ago. Uh, we were sort of really competitive with our jet lag experiences. Um, both of us on the way here were just bickering as basically who was going to be more or less jet lagged. Well, we both died. We both died, yeah. <laughs> At different times on Thursday afternoon. I can't remember what you, the Fox Collection. We went to the Fox Collection. I'm sure lots of you know. Unbelievable place. Amazing. Tony Walton said, Have you got a sofa? <laughs> <laughs> wanted to lie down the whole time. I then died at an amazing event we went to with the Mark Collective a little bit later in the evening. But anyway, we're alive for now, thanks to coffee. One thing you guys nail is the coffee. Oh, my God. I, thank God. I honestly think it's the best coffee I've had in the world. Really? Well, don't, don't you agree? I mean, you're a bigger coffee man than me. Yeah, so I don't want to be controversial. I mean, oh, I no. think it's really good. Oh, no. Let's leave it at that. Uh, but anyway, I'm so glad it's here because, uh, yeah, I've been keeping alive on caffeine. Uh, anyway, just because we're in Australia doesn't mean we're going to do anything different. We are kicking starting. Kicking starting? Starting things off. Thank you. Kicking things off. It's kickoff time yeah. uh, with the Rate My Ride section. Now, um, hopefully those of you at home, if you were watching on YouTube, would have seen the quite insane turnout we had today at the incredible Young Timers Garage, YTG. Actually, let's give them a round of applause. Let's. Because Come on. a venue. They've done an amazing job. We've been speaking with Sean and Nico and a whole load of the team for a few months now. And um, initially, we're like, you know, you know, in the UK, we tend to do like 150 people. They're like, can't you do more? I was like, I mean, can we? They're like, oh, we can go big. Um, and yeah, I mean, the turnout outside has been insane. But it has meant it's really hard to know which cars are lovely ticket holders and which are just general public. Um, the man with the SF90, he already buggered off. So I was like, oh, all right, mate. Don't, I care don't about, blame him. Don't care about you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he was very nice. But anyway, so we're just going to get into it and talk about some of the cars in the car park. And then if we've missed your car and you purposefully wanted Tony to talk about it, 
where you can be brave and put your hands up. And we always say this, if we pick out your car and you don't want us to talk about it, you've still got to own up to the fact you bought it. Yeah, absolutely. It, in the UK, people are like, no, not me, just yeah. bring that. And then his man goes, yeah, it's him, it's him. So um, feel free. And also I have noticed a few wives and partners in the room. Thank you for coming. Thank you for allowing your husband or boyfriend or brother to attend the event. You're very patient and understanding and we appreciate it. Uh, anyway, let's kick things off. Uh, and see what has been included. So, starting things off with, well, a Mustang. Look, Tony, it looks like... Uh, oh, it's one of them... Uh, bullet, bullet, bullet Mustangs. Yeah. It's got a big, aggressive front lip that looks like a body kit. Did anyone come in a Bullet Mustang today? Uh -oh. Yeah, that's some randomer. We don't really need to talk about it, I'm no. joking. <laughs> I actually think, I felt like there were more American cars in Australia than in reality I've seen. In my head, I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna see loads of American cars. And we've seen like a handful, but not as many as I remembered seeing. Is that a state thing? Do you, do you feel like in Melbourne there are lots of American cars or have I just made that up in my head? People are like shaking their heads. But like there's, a lot of, there's a lot of muscle type cars. Yeah, here, well, right? because I guess big Vs and Fords were like big V80 kind of yeah. stuff. Anyway, Bullet Mustang. Cool. Um, moving on now, you freaked out oh, about this. that is mega, that thing. So that, this is not my world, so you tell me, you uh, say it. Well, it's not really my world either, right? it's really old. It's a, is it a Mark One Escort Mexico? This is a green, green one. Everyone but, saw it, everyone's nodding Everyone saw that? Again, the guy was too cool to come to our event. I mean, this happens a lot. I mean, that is a proper car, that That is a proper car, and it looked like it'd been well sorted out. I just don't know, I don't know anything about this. Like, no, this not like so I know, it's a mega thing. I feel like I watched a program on Channel 5 once where they kind of restored them, and I was like, oh, I want one of those, and I Googled it, and they were like 150 grand. Yeah. Like, okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> um, well, anyway, he's not here either, so let's skip past. Um, now this, we don't know what this is, Tony, but this looks like... An, an old Mustang. No, that's not an old Mustang, mate. It's an... Liam, what's the grey car with the bonnet up? A Celica. Like Broken down. Like an old 70s Celica or something? Did anyone bring a really old Celica? Did it oh, break down? Tony, this is a disaster. Oh, died. We've picked all the coolest cars and those people haven't even come to our event. <laughs> what did you all turn up in? They've all come on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all walked here. It was a V8 98. A T8. We got there eventually. Z. It's... Okay, it's your accent, Liam. Just, yeah, we'll move on. Now, do we want to talk about this? Not really. But we should. <laughs> no, we should. Here. No, we do. So this is an Elfin, and this is the Steam or Streamliner Elfin. I'm looking for a So what here. one's that one, then? So that's the one we saw on the motorway this morning. It's the one with the... Oh! Hands up if you know what an Elfin is. Oh, right. Oh, you should. This is an Australian caterum, we've been told. Yeah. Um, I it, drove one. <laughs> I was going to come on to that. Uh, yesterday we had quite the day. Uh, the video is coming to YouTube soon. Uh, I put Tony in every car that he'd hate. I'd spent a day thinking what would Tony not enjoy, and I arranged that for him. Um, it was the perfect welcome to Australia. Uh, and the peak was probably your Elfin experience, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, this is a car that would kind of appeal to me. It's like an Australian Caterham 620R. It's a big, powerful, like almost open wheel, like proper little driver's car, something you'd hate had no doors, and literally, about five minutes after I put him in it, we were driving down the highway, I was in an LP640, hello, comes alongside me, and I look out, and he's just going, that's fuming. Couldn't hear a word, but I knew he was swearing. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is there, the, the streamliner, which has got a different front end. Um, it looks like a bit of a sort of West Coast customs job, but I guess we're here in Australia, it's an Australian brand, 
Let's hear it, YTG. We kind of got it. Well, I've it. noticed a lot that you guys really customise your cars here. We're going to talk about it later on in the, in the show, but it's a big, big thing here. Modifying cars. Modifying stuff. It's, it's way more uh, prominent here than it is in the UK, for sure. Yeah, 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 I kind of agree with that. I think it's got... It, and also, there seems to be a pride for Australian cars. Is yeah. that still... Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, the Holden Ford thing, I guess we need to get into that maybe in the Q&A. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been to a few places where people have dragged us to cars. What was it on the Thursday night that you got... Some guy was like, tried oh, and joy, like, had it for 15 years, worked in a road, super rare. <laughs> what, an old shitty Vauxhall? No, it's an old Volvo. It looked like an old Volvo from a distance. I said, is that a Volvo? And it, I think it was like some it's Holden like, It's thing. like you'd stabbed him in the heart. The guy hated you so much. And he talked you through all the details. And the more details he talked through, the more I saw Tony dying in his eyes. <laughs> he told me that it was a hundred grand, this car. I mean... I literally nearly had to pick myself up from the floor. Yeah. I mean, I could not believe what he was telling me. I had to ask him again. I went, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So, yeah, we do want to get into that. So, whether it's in the Q&A or another time, we want to hear about the, the Aussie pride. Now, there have been some, going back to the whole uh, modified scene, we saw some crazy modified Porsches outside, right? There's this RWB target. Did the RWB... Yeah! yeah! <laughs> we got one! We got one! Woohoo! So, let's pass the microphone back, please. This is when we're going to find out the microphones are definitely out of battery. Um, thank you so much. So, thank you, you lunatic. Um, please tell us, tell us everything. Uh, what is this car? When did you create it? Is it as insane to drive as it looks? It's brand new. So Nakai is here. Um, is he here right now? In Australia. Oh, he's over, like, over in Perth. He was here in Melbourne. Um, it got finished on Saturday. So it's uh, originally based on a 1978 Porsche 911 SC. Uh, suspension upgrade, so KW Club Sport, bare metal respray, no rust. She is ready to go and ready for fun. You trying to sell it? <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a... trying to convince the police not to pick me up. Well, I was say, it does draw some attention, doesn't it, that car? What, what inspired the... Move, because so quite... I'm probably one of those ones where you go. I've had I've had the car for ten years. It is my twenty grand Porsche, so um, it, it it was a pretty cheap and cheerful model at the time. And I guess if you're gonna modify anything, then that's the way to go. Can I, can I, can I ask? This is quite a personal question. Can I ask what you spent on it? Please, not a lot. Please. Uh, How much did it cost you? <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Tell yeah, the truth. friends run out of battery. Yeah. Less than it's worth. Less than it's worth. Okay. That's, that's a, well, that car's probably but worth a bit now. But enough for you to chat about that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> your, your wife don't know what yeah, you spent, does she? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very thick Australian accent you have. Uh, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, originally, a Leicester lad. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming. Thank no you for bringing such a sense. And thank you for bringing it when it's so brand new. The first few miles of it, everything you wanted it to be? Uh, absolutely, more than I could have wanted it to be. Okay. Love it. Well, it's got a ton of attention today. I saw every single person with the camera take photos of that car, so if that's what you wanted to achieve... Yeah, I think it's worn the paint off. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I'm glad that you're the, you're the first owner of a car now, like my ride section. Cheers, um, Moving on, we have this insane... Is it the DC delay? This real old, like a 1940s or 50s cars? Anyone, is that anyone's? No. Does anyone know what this thing was? Sean, do you know what this thing is? Does anyone, you know the old like Alfa Romeo red 
Is somebody shouting out somewhere? I can't hear a thing, but this thing was beautiful. We just had no idea what it was. No and idea. Clearly no one else in the room does either. Look like an old Daimler. It just looked amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on because no one knows what it is, but there was a beautiful red car outside. Um, now, what about the slant nose roof? This thing was incredible. It actually left a little bit while ago, Do you like so that? we know he's not. I think it's amazing. I like a slant nose. Hands up if you like a slant nose 911. Yeah, less than I think. Hands up if you hate a slant nose 911. <laughs> okay, clearly a lot of people are indifferent to them. But I've always liked the slant nose because I think it's quite weird. And this is obviously a roof, so a little bit special, a little bit more tweaked. I don't know if it was an original roof or, well, I think it is. It's a roof BTR. It's got it literally on the window screen. So that was pretty cool and pretty special to see. It means nothing to you and you're going to be miserable. Cool story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No you want, idea. You want to talk about the car hiding in the background? Oh, the McGann. The trophy R. Who's brought that? There he yeah, is. Yeah, at the back, so we can keep passing the microphone back, please. Um, I like that. Was that a start of a ripple of applause? It feels like we should clap everyone yeah, who's we bought should. a car. That can be a new thing. We like yeah, that. You're so nice here, you're Australian. very polite to each other. It's so um, lovely. In the UK, everyone boos and hisses. But um, we have surmised from our very short time in Melbourne that hot hatches might be the way to go in this city and with surrounding roads. And RS products are some of our favourite. Yeah. McGann RS, that generation, one of our favourites. And Trophy are the ultimate. So how long have you had the car? From you in 2020. Amazing. And is the ride bearable here? Yes, it is, because it's fully adjustable. Yeah, it's manually. You have to go under the floor and adjust all the shockers. It's got about 20 clicks. Do you do so that before you go to dinner, or...? <laughs> I only take it out... <laughs> One second, right. darling. <laughs> so I, I put it mid-spec, but if I go on a track day, then I, I put it up hard, and then if I go for a long drive, then I, I soften it off a little bit. Oh, this but is I, proper. I, I, like to feel, I like to feel it hard suspension, because it gives more of a, like a, a sporty ride, do you know what I mean? It makes you feel more alive. It's, it's a nicer feeling. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> So you lay underneath the car, depending on where you're... How long does it take you to adjust the suspension? Oh, it's only two minutes. You've just got to get your hands. It's very tricky at the front, because especially when the brakes are hot. It's, it's, <laughs> so wait, so you, can, <laughs> so you can adjust your suspension and go to hospital? <laughs> yeah. Flipping yeah. out. I mean, that's commitment. That is commitment. I mean, good... Oh, something's... Literally revving the building down. Oh, it's a bloody Aventador. It's always a Lambo. Always a Lambo. He went, I, I don't want to go to the podcast recording. I'm going to sit outside and rev my engine. He has... What a bogan. What a bogan. He will have the smallest willy you've ever seen. <laughs> Does I'm going like to go in on him. <laughs> it sounds like it's shooting flames, so maybe we should pop out and get that content. Um, unbelievable. Well, yeah, thank you for bringing the trophy up. We approve that way more than flaming whatever he's called outside. Yeah. The flaming galah outside. Um, now, this is a car that I wanted to talk about, and if the person who has this is in this room, we are going to become best friends. It's the... AMG GTR, I guess, like tribute car to the 6.3 AMG. The one with Red. the spotlights? No, he didn't come. Oh, does anyone know him? Yeah. yeah. yeah? His name's Paul. His name's Paul. Have you got his number? It's a GTS. It's a GTS. Oh my God, let's get Nico the microphone. Everyone, can we give Nico from YTG a round of applause? This event essentially wouldn't happen without him. The microphone's somewhere at the back. It's making its way to you. So, Paul with the love for AMG. It's a GTS, but he's put the GTR grill on it, right? Uh, no, that's oh. just part of the modifications. So oh, that's fine. what it looks like, because he, he goes nuts. He forms stuff out of metal and plastic, and um, he goes nuts. He goes nuts. Does it all himself. It's just his little Because he, he loves AMG? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. Does he work or is that has he retired now? Uh, he doesn't have to work. Oh, uh, he doesn't have to work. He's got a work. few quid. Th that's he's the like me. I don't have to. Don't, you have to work. <laughs> Trust me. I owe so much money, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, mate. And that's why we're doing this event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. Well, good on him. And anyone who says they don't have to work and they're just modifying their AMGs. But is it the kind of thing where you don't really want to get stuck at the pub with him because he's then going to start telling you, well, actually, in 1968, or is he quite chill about it? Only if you ask. Okay, fine. Don't ask, basically. <laughs> Maybe it was a good thing that he was wasn't here. We'd be half an hour in, be like, okay. Start asking you about 360s. Good point, actually. Has everyone seen this spider here? Oh, what wow. a car. Low mileage. What was it? Two owners, Sean, with like 24,000 kilometers. Manual car. Rosso Fiorano. Oh. I mean, Where is Sean? He's the quietest he's that, I've ever he's, heard He's him. hosting everyone outside. Oh, isn't is he? He? He's revving the event at all, probably. Yeah, probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, we have to talk about some Aussie muddle. Uh, muddle? <laughs> Aussie muddle. Aussie muscle. This is. I'm assuming our uh, Holden HSV, this is the white car. Um, uh oh. That's a GTSR, probably a W1. I know so much about is this. Is that cars. good? Anyone the last, here? The very last. The very last, the send off model, right? So let's get into this now. Is that anyone? Has anyone bought Aussie muscle today? Has anyone bought a Holden? No? No one's bought a Holden today. I bet someone has. They just took it. Some... <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't bring a Holden. <laughs> okay, so. Who wants to tell us why you haven't bought a Holden? I thought there was this Aussie pride. I thought there was this whole, like, we love the whole story and the history, but none of you bought a Holden with you. Is that because they became crap? Or they were always crap? Or, come on, someone brave enough to launch. Otherwise, Nick is going to have to do it, and then you're going to throw eggs at him. They stopped making good cars. They stopped making good cars? Are we what? agreeing with that? Hands up if you think Holden were always a bit crap. Did oh. they ever make anything good? Oh, they were always a bit crap. What, well, Ford, because Ford is the other big option, right? Were Ford always crap? Yeah. Oh my God, everyone's agreeing. So these cars were crap. So, so <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so, so the people that we met who were like, oh my God, they were just weirdos. So you literally all just buy, buy Toyotas now? Because that's all that's it. This is so disappointing because when we went to America, we thought we'd be doing, like, yeah, who's bringing the Camaros? And everyone was like, no, they're crap. We're like, what? <laughs> so long story short, Europeans just make the best cars. Of course, that's why they sell them all. Well, especially the Brits, we've been surrounded by, by British cars today for a bit of, you know... Well, they're, not, they're, all, they're only made in Britain, they're not really British at all, are they? No, no, fair. No. Well, no, some of these must have been, I mean, that is. The Ferrari definitely isn't, but... No. Well, other two Ferraris. Oh, well, that's a bit disappointing, but I guess maybe predictable, because if they were amazing, well, we would see more of them, they would have been sorted out. Well, the changed, mate, things move on, and unfortunately, some of these companies, they don't move on quick enough. Yeah. So, the Germans have nowed it. Oh, they're, they're the best at it. And I think there was a time where obviously being in the UK, obviously we're kind of all cousins, aren't we? Essentially, Tony's relatives all moved here or were forced here on a ship many years ago. Pikes, uh, <laughs> Romans. Um, I think there was like this kind of like intrigue as to like, oh, these big Aussie muscle cars, that's kind of cool. And obviously, you know, looked like cars that we knew, but fundamentally it turns out they were not that good. So yeah. I guess we can move on. And luckily none of you have them here, so... We can just skip on past. Um, now, very cool. Focus on us. The Larry one. What did Clarkson call this? The Rooney. Yeah. The Wayne Rooney <laughs> yeah. cars. This is the green. Is that a Mark II? Uh, is that a two? two? Mark II. Yeah. Sort of boxy, chubby Focus on us. Is that anyone's here? Yeah, oh, yes. Good Let's man. do that. Let's do the round of applause thing again. Yeah. Brilliant. We've got one. We like the round of applause thing again. Now, I'm going to ask the question which I'm hoping the answer is no. Is this car modified? Sorry? 
Is the car modified? Is it a stock standard Focus RS or is it running 900 horsepower? It is modified. <laughs> I've owned it since brand new. Oh. It's done 30,000 kilometres, so it's 12 years old. And you know what really disappoints me today? I didn't bring my trophy R because I've got a trophy R as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, well, you're still in the mix, though. You're still in the mix. So, wait, it's modified. Like, uh, is it silly performance or you just kind of tweaked and tuned it? Big brakes, suspension, wheels, tune, injectors. As much as you can do without forging the motor. Uh, CEA shifter. That's a lovely car. <laughs> uh, how much horsepower is it? 400. Well, it's not too bad. That's, what that's good. It's a yeah. mild tune. Well, everything yes. else well, is done. Yes, if I built the motor and sci-vect it, I could get 900 and blow flames and all oh the rest of it. Oh, my God. I That's when I was scared you I do have an A45S as well, though, so I love my hatches. Oh, you love your hatches? Yeah, well, I love and, Am I right in saying that they're, they're the right kind of cars for here? For these kind of roads and to not get too much attention from the police? Absolutely. And you can club sprint them too, so we have quite a strong club motorsports scene. So Trophy R has been to the track, the other two haven't. Okay. Well, look, I'm not going to, because the reason I said, I said I hope the answer would be no, because I just feel like every Focus RS ever has now been modified or tuned and finding yeah, rare, a, yeah. a stock one is yeah. super rare. And I understand why people tune them, because they are tunable and you can improve on them and make a better car. Because I bet nowadays driving a stock Mark II Focus RS is probably actually a bit underwhelming. So. I get it, but... Um, Why is it underwhelming? Do you not think, because time moves on, you're the first person who's going to slag off anything that's older than two years old, so why are you asking that Yeah, question? but for a, for a hot hatch, it's like 350 horsepower-ish. All right, it's, it's a little bit laggy and got some torques there, but it's enough, mate. How much you more power do you want But you don't think it would feel a bit soft in comparison to a Trophy R or something like that? To, See, to a Trophy R, yes, but to most other hot hatches, and it is a bit different. You know, compared to all the others, it's a, you know, I actually love them. So I would say, because obviously the Focus has similar power out of the factory to the Trophy R, Trophy R is a much more lively, direct type of drive. It'd be lighter it's like as well. a Swiss Army knife compared to a heavy, doughy thing. So the Focus is a bit like that, but when you tune them with the five-cylinder with the torque, that's insane. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing it. As I say, you think you might have bought the wrong car, but you bought the right car. So thank you so much. Really appreciate that and great to hear about it. Oh, more applause. Yes. This is great. This is lovely. It just feels like the energy. I just like the clapping. Clapping is great. Um, now, it's another... Oh, what is this? A Fairmont. What's a Fairmont? That's the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, what is raised, that, mate? The raised roof, the bonnet scoop? Has anyone got the Fairmont with the bonnet scoop? That cannot be standard. I think standard. someone does, and they're like, oh, I'm not bringing my hand up now. That, that, what is it? Mate, a bonnet scoop was... I mean, that What's is that? not Look, a he's got the dials. The dials. <laughs> Are those the dials outside the windscreen? Yeah. And it's... Oh, I thought it said Randy engines, but it's dandy engines. Randy engines would be a better name, if I'm honest. Okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about this. Which looks like, oh, I thought it was a Tommy Mackinnon for a second, but it's not. It's an Evo 6. Blue Evo 6, I think. Yes, let's get a microphone. Get him, get Come him on. quick. Yes, applause. Get him. Quick. It's coming to you from, uh, from the right-hand side. So did I get the right, Evo 6? Yeah, that's right. Lovely. And now, I get lost with the various models. So what's the very long name for the exact? Uh, it's just a Mitsubishi Evolution 6. Oh. Lancer. That's it. You got it right. Yeah. So it, what, what is that? Is that the 280 or the 300 or? 
276, it's like, it's barely modified, so it's all okay. stock. Oh, Very good. wow. Yeah. Stock Evo 6, and uh, that's the way you do it. <laughs> Super cool. How long have you had it? Uh, I bought it in mid-2020, okay. uh, so pretty reasonable car? price. Yeah, yeah so yeah. nothing too insane. Amazing. I really like that. I said that's For me, that's the kind of better era of the Evo. And then they were manual only then, weren't they? You couldn't have an yeah. auto in that, could you? Yeah, the only auto Evos were the 7 GTA and then the 9 GTA Correct. as well. Correct. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, super, super nice. Really, really keen to see that. So thank you for bringing that along. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, who bought the monster truck? Anyone know that guy? Is he in the room? Everyone's laughing. Everyone saw it. No, he didn't come. Wait, behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's about to plow through the window. So, so I mean, I don't even know how you drive this. Is a Super Duty, or as the Americans call it, Super Duty um, F one fifty or F two fifty. I would actually really like to drive that. I know. So this is the thing. It turned up, and everyone was like, "Oh, Tony's gonna love this." He genuinely would. Like, it's his dream yeah. to drive one of these monster trucks. When we went to America, every like Bronco. What what appeals to you about that? Well, I mean, it's just cool, isn't it? I mean, it's like get out of my way, car. I'm going to drive over you, literally. Yeah. Like, get out of the way. <laughs> so you like you like the idea of just crushing people, don't literally. you? Literally. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what would be the funniest thing? I literally just thought when you had your 360, if don't I had one of them, start. and I could just drive over it, don't <laughs> like start. get a dummy car and watch you come out the door, and I'm going over in a big monster truck. <laughs> Okay, we're going to rattle through these because I feel like I want to get people in the room to shout out what they bought, what they had. There's an unbelievable selection of Porsches here. Amazing. Thank you to anyone that bought a Porsche because the selection has been next level. There's a, there's a GT2 RS. There's a 996 GT3 RS. There's a beautiful dark sea blue Speedster. Um, there's a 911R. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to the Porsche gang. Before we move on slightly... If you were desperate for Tony to talk about your car, uh, or think we might have seen it, put your hand up if you're brave enough. We'll get the microphone to you. If you're like, I don't want to say anything, keep your hand up. Come on, tell me what you got. Put your hands up. Come on. Anyone brave enough? No? No, they're all terrified. Okay, well... (laughs) Here he is. Yeah, come on. Is there a microphone anywhere near? It's going to take a while to get to. It's going to be a big anticipation now. (laughs) What could it be? It's going to be a a Holden. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Here we go. It's a Nardo Grey RS5 Audi. Nardo RS5. I, I feel like sometimes RS5s get forgotten, get left out of the mix in M3 chats. Yeah. How, how do you find it? Love it. Had you a, love uh, it. Yeah, had an M4, and that was a great car, but I've, I couldn't fit a Greyhound in the back of it, whereas this fits the dog. And, um, oh, you genuinely have a Greyhound? Yeah. Literally. I thought that was like an expression. No, Couldn't fit yeah. a Greyhound in it, you know? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> That's cool, okay. I like the RS5s. My, weirdly, my mum had loads of S5s, mm. so I always thought the RS5s were cool. One of my best mates had the Gen So it's the V6 RS5. one, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah, the V6 one. Got uh, The M4 got a bit more character than that car, though, right? It was more obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, made me smile a little bit more, but this, this one, I've... You know, got a bit of a mild tune, got a Capristo exhaust, sounds great. Um, hardly anybody has them. Plenty of RS4s around, but don't see any RS5s. Fair so, enough. Yeah, no, cool. Well, th- thank you for bringing it. That, that is a cool and a slightly different car, so I'll get you to hold on to that mic for now. Uh, well, look, let, let's move on from Rate My Ride. Uh, oh, God, that's the jet lag. Rate My Ride. Um, because aside from YTG uh, providing this incredible venue for today's Cars and Coffee and podcast, we have a few amazing other partners for this trip. Firstly, uh, Latham Steel Security Doors. Uh, they actually support them the entire trip. Uh, absolute Heroes. They installed a door at your new, they, new unit, didn't they? Uh, my new office, yeah, yeah. I've got, Your I've got office. Tony's upgrading or changing up. Yeah, the, uh, changing up. Yeah, so... 
they they fitted some new doors and they're amazing mate like, so they're in the uk they're in australia as well yeah. uh, essentially you know if you're a business like this so you know showroom garage leadership, any kind of business really where you need a bit of security at the front but also at home they do indoor outdoor doors essentially these are like the strongest doors you can so actually after this this is not a joke Tony and I are going to go and attack one of their doors with a sledgehammer. So, if you'd like to see that, it'll be just outside. Um, because, honestly, they had, like, Eddie Hall, world's strongest man, try to break down one of their doors. He couldn't do it. Now, what chance have we got, then? We are much stronger than him. Oh. Um, and we're going to have the support of all of you. Maybe we should all gang up together. Maybe 150 people attacking the door. We could get through it. All run it in together. <laughs> see what but Genuinely, if, uh, if you're in need of any kind of security door, uh, they have a huge selection. So, yeah, UK and Australia, they're supporting this trip. They're amazing. We're going to be bashing doors down at each venue we go to. Um, so if you're interested, let's say whether it's a private personal garage or a business garage, well worth getting in touch with them here today. Or if you're listening and watching at home, uh, you can go check them out. There'll be a link in the description. Uh, we also have to shout out Grip Auto. So Dominic at the back, absolute hero. We met back in 2019. Uh, we've stayed in touch ever since. He makes the amazing watches we're wearing today. And actually we've been wearing uh, here in Melbourne for the last few days. Uh, I, there we go. I think watches and cars, I feel like they're kind of well... They go hand in hand. Cars, coffee and watches. And I've noticed a lot of you wearing nice watches today. Uh, So this is like kind of perfect thing where it's like enough of a hint towards automotive, but they're also just awesome products in their own right. Uh, I was wearing the the Campione the last few days, which I have to say I really like a lot. Uh, This is the... The Veloce, isn't it? This is the, the prototype which I'm wearing. It's got a carbon case, which is a bit, bit fancy, I have to say. Uh, but these are awesome watches, and what I like the most is affordable. I don't want to say affordable because I don't know what everyone's budgets are, um, but we're talking, you know, 500 ish US, oh, sorry, US, Australian dollars up to maybe a thousand or so. So well worth going to check out. He's got an amazing stand uh, at the back. Uh, we're very That is to... affordable in the watch world, mate, when you think about well, it. Well, I think so. If it's yeah. stuff that appeals to us. So yeah. yeah, if you're into your watches, if you're at home, uh, Grip Auto, there'll be a link in the description below. But obviously, if you're in the room, go and check out the stand. Firstly, he's a legend, uh, but we've been wearing the last few days. And we don't want to give them back, uh, but we have to, apparently. No, he said is... I, can, I can keep this one. No, he definitely didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking like, no, please don't. Please he's flat. It's a prototype. I need <laughs> Uh, but yeah, watch is readily, readily available on the website. So huge thanks to everyone who's been uh, supporting today and, and for the rest of the trip. But let's talk about some of our initial impressions, because we've been in Australia now for three days. I know. Your mate. first time here ever, my first time back in Melbourne since 2019. Gone so fast. Talk, talk me through like your initial expectations and impressions. I never have any expectations. I like to... <clears throat> I like to review as I go. It's a lie about cars, but in general, yes, fine, go on. Oh, okay. And then, so we come out of the airport, and as we got onto the, do you call it a freeway here? Yeah? Freeway. Highway, freeway. Okay. It instantly reminded me of America. Mm. The buildings, the roads, the signs, literally America. But when I started to dig a bit deeper and we started to eat and coffee and... It's very English. It's, a, it's like a mixture of the two, but the culture is very English here, I think. And the biggest thing which you said to me s- straight away was, everyone seems so nice. <laughs> well, I mean, when you live in London, I mean, that's not hard to not be nice because no one's nice in London. But yeah, everyone's, everyone says good morning. Everyone says hello. Everyone's got a smile on their face. Tony said, is it because we're famous? Like, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> who you are. Say that. <laughs> but no, you're right. I think... Maybe you all just have a great life, and I've always suspected this, but 
You ought to seem very cheery, and maybe it's a fake thing. In LA, it's a fake thing. Like, hey, how are you? What can you do for me? Um, but here, everyone has been super sweet, and I think, you know, whether it's just literally been someone in a coffee shop, just being like, why are you filming me? Um, to, even the cab drivers. Even the, oh, my. No, but, but hold on a sec. They're too nice. <laughs> Bloody hell. We've got to stop talking. Yeah, we've had a few times. Tony and I are texting me, like, how do we shut them up? <laughs> Can't get one in each way. Just get talking. It's like the machine. biggest car people in Melbourne are the bloody... Uber drivers, like, we'll be sitting there and we're just going, like, oh, mate, look, there's an A35. And so, yeah, I quite like the A35. I'm like, all right, mate, so who are you? Oh, we made a terrible mistake. We was talking, oh. we're not going to do this anymore when we're Ubering. Yeah. We were sat talking about cars and then the, the driver gets involved and we literally couldn't shut him up. So, what do you think about electric cars? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? What about the guy who kept talking about his mate who test drove cars? He talked us through six different cars, his yeah. friend who test drove. We didn't speak. He just kept going. Like, he just kept like talking. Monologue. Yeah, no, he quite liked the M3 and then, you know, but the one thing which he thought of, we were just like, what is happening? Um, but no, in general, everyone's been very nice and very yeah. chatty. Should we touch on, because this will be the main channel video this weekend for those of you at home, should we tease what we did yesterday? Yeah, we should. <laughs> we posted it all over Instagram, so we can talk about that a little That's bit. It's very funny. Uh, the Heroes at YTG arranged for us to go out to Winton, Winton Racetrack, which I guess is a couple of hours away. Um, and they hadn't really told us what we'd be driving there, but they turned up in, quite an incredible car, manual LP640 Roadster. To most of us, Wow. To Tony, worst nightmare. <laughs> um, Literally, I thought I'd landed in hell. <laughs> and then we got in, I said, oh, we've got a two and a half hour drive now to the racetrack, and you were furious. I do think, though, you kind of accepted that car at some point during that drive. You kind of started to... Yeah, I mean, I, de I definitely didn't bond with it, but... I accepted that I was in it and that I really didn't have a choice. So it was either that or walking. And I'm not walking in the outback in Australia because I wouldn't be here. I'd get eaten. He's terrified. Terrified, man. Terrified. I haven't even told him about the drop pairs yet. Mm. Oh, I know that joke, mate. I mean, I wasn't born yesterday. Um, but we were going to Winton to check out these hyper races, which are to the side of the audience behind us. Now, does anyone know about these things? No. Put your hands up if you've heard of a hyper race. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
race before. Okay, in 12 months' time, you're all going to want to buy one of these. Because I, gar I guarantee we are going to see so much content on these things from the likes of Chris Harris and Jethro Bobbington and all these people, world-famous journalists. This is the next thing in terms of track toy. Now, yeah. I'm going to undersell it. It's a ground-effect single-seater for, Nico, help me if I'm going to get this wrong, 70,000, no, 100,000 Aussie dollars. You can do a... A season of racing for under ten thousand dollars, under five grand. Now, okay, so incredible. Tony knows what he's doing on a racetrack, right? We're going to come back to this in a second because it's a laugh. But Tony's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. But arguably, the most fun you can have on track that's not like genuinely a Formula Four, Formula Three. Heck, I'm going to say it, Formula One car. Like this thing is unbelievable. It's essentially a four-wheel motorbike. So it's a motorbike engine. Uh, sequential gearbox, it weighs under 400 kilos, over 200, oh no, around 200 horsepower, so it's like a 500 horsepower per tonne, but ground effect error, like Formula One, the farther you go, the more you get sucked into the road. Um, during the briefing, I was like, I'm going to die, we are literally going to kill ourselves, this is ridiculous, they were talking about how someone came out of the pit, ripped it real hard out of the pit lane, ended up in the wall, like that's a thing, <laughs> so um, uh, really properly engineered from uh, absolute heroes and legends that are kind of Aussie racing royalty, um, Dean and John, I don't know their surnames, Crook, so John Crook if you're big into your Aussie racing, but you'll probably know Dean as well, anyway, these things are amazing, the video is sort of hilarious because it didn't pan out like you might think with us two, Mr. I'm fast in everything, I'll beat you, let's just say Granny Gravelwood turned up on the track uh, in the uh, Ivory Racer, and everyone was like, I think something's wrong with Tony's car. Why is he going so slow? Proudest moment of my life. Do you want me to let you into a little secret? No, I, I no, wasn't, so wasn't going to tell you. No, here we go. I'd done it on purpose. No, you won't. No, I no, won't. you won't. Because everyone that was there can agree you were raging I at was, the end of the session. I was, I was literally 10 seconds faster. Than I, was, you. I was terrible. He was red. Me. He wasn't talking. Wouldn't yeah. find anything funny lost the plot so yeah. that was amazing i didn't gel with it at all didn't I gel didn't, with it at all I didn't gel um so yeah anyway, all of that's coming to a main channel video and this is the start of what's going to be an epic few weeks we've got some awesome stuff lined up we're going to be doing a road trip um in an m3 touring which we're very excited about um definitely going to find some sharks that i can feed tony to um uh we're going to no, be checking there's out no some... sharks there oh yeah with the road trip we're doing brisbane to sydney really it's where all the sharks are isn't it yeah. really yeah, Byron and Bondo, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'm not going sure. there. No, no, you're going to go surfing, mate. That's one of our videos. No. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so we're super excited. But um, aside from that, we're happy to be here. So what we would love to do is now kind of open up the floor. Because I say, you know, you're a new audience to us, the new car culture. So we would love to have some of your questions. Make them um, juicy. We want them juicy. We yeah. like the juicy ones. Because if they're really, like, too juicy, we'll just cut them out. Um, we're here right now, and we will answer them. So uh, hands up, please. We will wait for the microphones to pass their way back to you so uh well well let's just start right down the front where is the mic oh here we go perfect we'll start here and we'll move from there how's it going very well uh i would like to defend australian cars oh we've got a defender of the holdens yeah. you know that you know this podcast finishes soon what would you say you know this podcast finishes soon okay and you got please start your defense uh, nothing fancy, but I have a Ford... Can't hear him. Can anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sorry. Please I have a Ford Falcon. It's a six-cylinder sedan, and uh, they're nothing fancy compared to the other stuff, but um, they're really reliable. Uh, they're built in Geelong, and engines are done in Melbourne, and uh, they're really comfortable for the big roads here, like you know, driving up to Sydney or something. 
and uh, they're yeah, a lot easier to fix as well. We had really bad floods last year where I live and going to Melbourne, two hours, 10 cars broken down on the road and they're all European cars. Mm. So they break, <laughs> they break very easily. Yeah. And uh, now the Australian cars are a lot more affordable and yeah, reliable. And um, so, why so is it, why is everything European here then? If well, they don't all... make them anymore. Is right. Uh, why yeah, don't they make them anymore if they were so good? Oh God, you've riled Tony up now. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you did walk into say, this slightly. Yeah. Someone had to say something. But, no, good on you. And, yeah. Okay, so. If we were to experience an Aussie car, if you thought like there's one, now you can't be too biased. If you say Ford Falcon, then yeah. we know where you're going. But if there was one that you think we would really be enamored by, which, what would it be? What's well, the- Last time you came out here, I knew you drove a Ute. Yeah. So I would say like a HSV Malou Ute. Okay. And so they're, it's similar to that GTS sedan you saw something like that. It's pretty Okay, unique. fine. That's pretty good yeah. and pretty different. Okay. I'd have a go into you. Yeah, yeah, I would love to have a, I would. I, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. Last time I drove it around in the rain because we're yeah. in Melbourne, right? Because I know you there. guys don't have them over there. It's pretty unique. And yeah, You like a truck. This is a low-slung truck. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you for the defence. I no, think we should give him a round good. of applause for trying to... <laughs> yeah. You all gave up on Australia. He didn't. <laughs> thank you so much. So, question is next to you. Good agents. Um... Tony, you often pontificate that a new car is better than an old car. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to things such as performance, aerodynamics, even the sort of you know user interface, you're probably right. But I question that. The well, sound... I will be right. But, okay. Yeah, but I would say that the the sound of modern cars is pretty lame with all the regs that are coming in. Yeah, yeah. And the sweet spot was probably six, seven, eight years ago. Fair. Question for you both: What car has the best cold start in stock format? When you start it up, what makes the best sound that gives Full you the... ever? Like ever? Ever. Oh, bloody hell. Well, I'm going to say the really obvious one. A challenge to Dali. <laughs> um, but I would say any, any Larry Ferrari, an F12 TDF is pretty mega. So is an Enzo. Yeah. All the, all the loud, shouty Ferraris on Cold Start are pretty all, amazing. Cause... Most of the Lambos. Yeah, uh, no, but well. Lambos, because they, or at least events or something like that, they have that soft start and they have to wait for the exhaust to warm up. So you don't get that kind of cold start. My performance was Bear. really loud on the cold start. The V10s really loud. Yeah, okay. for sure. I think there are lots that, that can sound great and, and... V8 Mercs, some of the V8 Mercs. Yes, yeah, you're right. Sound mega. CLK DTM sounds like yeah. mad. So yeah, yeah there's, quite a, there's quite a few, but I, I would say, yeah, personally, probably the V12 Ferraris pre filters all sounded pretty nuts yeah sound is going but i guess we're going to find other things to get excited about so who knows uh question just behind you thank you so much hi guys you might have noticed the driving standard here is pretty average oh. um, that's why we fit in <laughs> <laughs> people like to merge onto the freeway 30 k's below the limit or accelerate gradually as you pass them to make sure you don't pass them uh, just wondered what your initial impressions were of the driving standards and how it compares to the UK. Did we notice that yesterday on the road? Well, I mean, I cannot believe as a nation how obedient you are in terms of speed limits. I've never been to a country ever where everyone's been terrified of going two mile an hour over the speed limit. But that's because you are literally sort of beaten to a pulp, right, if you do. Like, honestly, <laughs> I have a good friend here who will remain unnamed. Anonymous. Who got caught on the wrong side of uh, the dual carriage, right? I mean, <laughs> he basically alluded that he was in jail two weeks ago. I mean, like, wow. I mean, he's really been done over. And so 
I understand why you're all scared of it, but Tony's right. I mean, Switzerland is just as scary, and they find you based on your salary. So you yeah. know, if you live in Switzerland, you're already rich. Um, I can tell you I was in Switzerland a couple of months ago. I got fined. Um, driving an M5. Because you're like, I'm yeah. not in Australia anymore. Whoa. Well, the fines are much lower in Switzerland than Australia. Yeah, Australia, well, the fines are more. That's what I was going to say. You know, we consider Switzerland strict. It's like a joke compared to what's happening here. So, but I don't necessarily thought, apart from the truckers, the truckers are terrifying. Firstly, we got abused by one. He, we parked the LB640. Oh, we've had Tony park the LB640 basically in front of a trucker fuel stop. I thought it was a truck. And the guy came over and I thought he was doing that TikTok thing. He went, you can't park there. So I went, ha, 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 And he went, we'll edit this out. Jack, edit this out. He went. It was terrifying. And then they blast past you. So the I mean, some of them scared of, of, of tickets. Some of them trucks, them big ones with the big long bonnets and the exhaust that come up over the roof. That's a good cold start. That's one of the best sounding things. Oh my they God. are, they are terrifying. One when one's coming up behind you in your mirrors because you can't even move out the way. You're terrified of being dumb for speeding. They come flying up behind you, and then when they come past you, they're the loudest things yeah. ever. Literally, oh, as they come past. I'd love to drive one. Well, what about that? Tony, Tony's favourite one. We're in a tunnel and there's this one that's sitting there the whole time. We could barely talk. And then the guy went for a gear and Tony's like, he's messed that up. Just like we're on track. <laughs> and you could hear the guy, the oh, revs dropped and everything like that. And he's going, Tony's going, he's going to give up. He's going to go up. Except go down again. You were so proud of that one. I was proud, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think we've yet seen horrific standards. I think we've seen law-abiding citizens. Um, yeah. So we'll watch this space, I guess. Let's see if we're still here next week. Uh, another question. We can make our way across the room here. Uh, man with the martini cap. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so obviously 2023 is coming to an end. What do you reckon the best car of 2023 is? Ooh, oh, good that's a good question. question. That is a good question. Oh, you've done us. What's come out in 2023? Um, not the Roma Spider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What else have we driven this year, mate? What's, what, what, what's come out? What's caught your eye? GT3 RS, maybe. I don't know, something like that. Mm. Was that, was that? Oh, yeah, what you say it's delivered. Year, no, delivered this year, right? No, thanks. Um, there's been a, there's been a ton of there's Porsches of this year. Cars. Yeah, Porsche's gone insane. Millions this year. BMW, i 296 was last year, weren't it? Yeah. What about, what, what? What crazy stuff has launched? Any new Ferrari? That... Do you care about the crazy stuff? No. Really? God, we're so out of touch. We don't even know the cars that launched this year. What, what's your favourite car? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'd probably just go new shape GT3. That's a pretty good looking car. Yeah. I would actually really struggle. I mean, the fact we can't remember shows that we're spoiled and ridiculous, but it's also our jobs. Um, but also that maybe really new cars aren't that exciting at the moment. I think they all tend to blend into one a little bit. Anything electric? Yes, Lotus Electra. Genuinely love it. Everyone thought I was paid to say that, but genuinely thought it was amazing. I think the Ionic 5N is quite exciting. Um, you like that new Abarth? I do really like that new Abarth, yeah. whether you'd call that a 2023 car. Um, I think the Caterham project looks quite... I think there's a lot of exciting EVs, if I'm honest. We drove the i5, we really like that. So, yeah, I would, so there's a lot of EVs in there. M3 Touring, is that this year? No, last year, probably. Is it renounced yeah, last year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Spider RS. Spider RS. That's my car. Spider oh. RS. What a vibe. 
Good question, though. You stumped uh, us there. You. Very good. A uh, couple of seats forward, and then we'll start working backwards. Hey, guys. Welcome to Australia. Um, what's been your most memorable moment working together? It's been, like, nearly a decade now. Well, bloody hell, that's quite a terrifying thought. This, um, uh, that is actually terrifying. We both had more hair back then. Um, well, you didn't. Okay, you, you, you go first. The best. So what would appear to be the worst on camera, <laughs> the best for me, as I look back, was our Amelia uh, Amelia trip that we did. For, Amazing. On, on the trip, it was the worst thing ever. For me, it was like terrible. But when we come back and I look back at it, at what we did and what we achieved, it was mega, wasn't it? It was mega. That, that was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience because Tony will never do it again. Um, well, I will. Like, not had like, what was it, three days of the event and probably five hours sleep every night. At oh, best. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a test of friendship for yeah. sure um, in a car that he hated and he wasn't even driving. Cause, and in the 360. Yeah. I would, don't say and in the 360. Like, that's a bad thing. Like, my God, and in the 360. <laughs> well, that's the best part about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> Tony knows. wasn't for me. But... Um, I, I would say I, enjoy, I enjoyed our trip to Monaco with Paul Wallace. Yeah. Because we love mobbing up Paul. Yeah. And literally, we did a large trip in our cars, road trip to Monaco. And literally, Paul spent the whole trip, 30 minutes behind us on the road, because he drives in cruise control at 30 miles an hour, got to Monaco, parked up his car, said, oh, it doesn't work anymore, and made us drive him everywhere. Um, so we just have to give him lifts everywhere, didn't we? And his car was broken. He kept saying, oh, my car's broken, just can you give me a lift? Can we go spotting? Can we go spotting? And we were yeah. like, no, you no. loser. Um, but we had a really fun time. We were staying in sort of, you know, student halls-esque Airbnb, and we just had a, we just, it was, that was yeah. a good trip. So. Yeah, we did have a good blast. There have been a few highlights, but Mila yeah. Emilia is, is probably the other one, because it's just a mad adventure, so, um, yeah. We like working together, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, we'll start making our way back. Uh, man in the grey jumper. It's been a few jumpers and shorts today, which we've noticed. Yeah. Is that oh, like an Australian yeah. thing? Like that's like a real, or is that a Melbourne thing? Because anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, Tony, you're a you're a used car dealer. Um, what do you think of prices here in Australia compared to back in the UK? Disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cannot believe. I mean, you guys have obviously all got too much money in the first place because how you pay the prices that you pay. I mean, like I said to many people, we are very, very lucky in the UK. When you look at prices around the world, we are cheaper than pretty much everywhere around the world. So we're very lucky. But you obviously pay a premium because of where you are in the world. I mean, you're literally in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's 15 hours to drive to the next county, basically. You know. Let alone, let alone trying to get a car over from Germany. So I know you pay a premium for that reason, but the taxes on top, I mean, it's a full-on job. We went to the Ferrari dealer in Melbourne, and I was walking around looking at some of the prices, and like some of the, some of the Ferraris, they had like 80,000 pound tax, or euro, so, uh, uh, sorry, US dollars. So it's 40,000 pound on top of a price that's already a premium price anyway. So, yeah, it's a joke. It, it's insane. I mean, I'd all leave. Yeah, <laughs> leave. I'd Just get leave. out. Just get out. Yeah, that's, it, that's um, also why I went European, because um, some of the Aussie cars, people were collecting them, and I think I saw like a 96 SS Commodore for 30 grand, and I could get a C55 with 100 kilowatts more, and it was a $180,000 car new for the same price. Like... Why would I get so, this is, this is something I've noticed as well with you guys. You always quote kilowatts, 
What, yeah, what is that? What is? How does that equate in brake horsepower? I mean, I, I don't really understand. What is a kilowatt? Does anywhere else in the world do kilowatts? Yeah, at about 50, yeah. 50 horsepower? So 40 to 50%. Yeah, so I've got 400 kilowatts, which is nearly 600 horsepower. Okay, fine. Okay. Fine. Kilowatts. I mean, I always see it on like press releases and I'm like, cool. Yeah, what is that? What yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sure. And, and you know what? Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but this is the information that I've gathered. You obviously pay that tax hike to protect a brand that's no longer made anymore. Is that right? Yeah. That was I mean, luxury, that's a joke. Luxury car tax to protect Ford and Holden, which don't manufacture anymore. They don't. I mean, that is a so full shouldn't even scam, pay it anymore. Isn't it? That scam. is a full on scam. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for your question. Sorry about that. Uh, hands up. Yeah, just come forward here. Another grey jumper. Hey, guys. Um, so, Sam, you've touched on coffee. I know you love your coffee. And you said Melbourne coffee was good. Where else can you find good coffee? Where's yeah, your favourite? Yeah. I was winding everyone up, by the way. Um, uh, South Africa, where do you do good coffee? Cape Town does make good coffee. Um, California's getting better at coffee. New York. New York is... I would say New York is probably, or at least out of the surroundings, so Bronx, Brooklyn, is probably getting to a par with Melbourne now. That would be my second top. Italy? And, and London's good. I, oh, maybe we've touched on this before. I don't love Italian coffee, because obviously it's just espressos. If you ask for a coffee with milk in it in Italy, you're Satan. Um, and it's never that good. And then the espresso is literally like rocket tar. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, I'd say, you know, Melbourne or Australia, London and New York are probably the top three. Um, Spain, France, Italy, Germany, disasters. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I expected Italy, but there you go. Yeah, no, uh, it's a controversial one. Uh, okay, uh, just, just behind you, someone had their hands up, I think. Uh, yeah, cat, oh, just, just wait. Sam, one more question. Have you had a Melbourne Magic before? Oh, blind, that sounds nice. What's that? What's her name? Yeah. <laughs> What's Next a Melbourne? time you go to a cafe, order a Magic. Are you, sh are you setting me up for something? I am married. Are you sure? A Melbourne go, Magic. Bloody hell. Let's not film that. That sounds dirty. Uh, yeah, there was a cap to your right. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's no secret that Tony has a preference for newer cars. Do you have it in your, Tony, to say anything nice about that Jag behind you? The which one? The, the Jag. This thing. That one. Th this one? That one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That, that would have been worse than the LP640, isn't it? If they'd, if they'd pulled that out, I think you would have said no. Well, I, I've never driven one, but from what I see, you put your foot on the accelerator. I think you wait about 10 minutes for the turbos to come in. Then you get a big punch. Then you've got to do it all again. Yeah. You've got to change gear. It's quite terrifying when the turbos yeah. do kick in, yeah. You're about right. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, anyone else? Hands up. Two. Oh, well, just there. That's perfect. Hey, guys. Um, how's the hunt for the Challenge to Dial again, Sam? Ooh, ooh, great question. Um, and what do you think, or how much shit do you think Sam's going to give you when you get one? How much Tony's going to give me? Sorry, Tony. Yeah, yeah, of course. Actually, well, we'll come back to that in a second. I went to see one at Ferrari Richmond because uh, I was like, well, I might as well go check. $800,000. Yeah. <laughs> Not in my price budget. Um, it's on. Uh, obviously, since I made that video, I've had about 6,000 emails. My uncle has a challenge for Dali. Um, it's going to come down to money. So, so that's my big sticking point. I just, I'm not shmee. So uh, I really don't want to hang around. I don't want to be all YouTube about it and in three years' time go, guys, here's the car. So we're, I'm really on it. I'm really on top of it. And fingers crossed, it's going to be a few months, hopefully. Um, so let's wait and see. You want to find uh, the right one, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I want to find the right one. Yeah. I've, I've given up on spec 
because I think it's unrealistic to sit here and go, I only want this spec. I just need to find a car that I can afford. So, yeah. so uh, I mean, we're working hard at it. And I think actually you appreciate that car. Like, like I, I, because you're my pal and I know you've always wanted that car, obviously I'm, I'm still going to find something to annoy you, but fair play to you, me. Ever since I've known you, you've always wanted it. It's a dream car of yours, and, and it, is a, it is an iconic car. So I will find something, because I have to, but, um, it, you know, I can't find two. It's a mega, mega, big, mega bit of kit. Thank you very much. We thought about stripes. Uh, as I say, whichever one I can afford. <laughs> like it, uh, unfortunately, that's the thing in the UK. I don't have the option. I don't have the luxury of sitting around going, I want leather interior, I want not a stripe, I want no stereo, I want stereo. It's just finding one that I can afford, because um, at the moment I can't. <laughs> I keep asking Magnitude Finance and they're like, no, the bank said no. But that's um, the problem with used cars as well, by the way, in general, you can never find exactly what you want. And some people get really hung up on trying to find the exact car. You never buy a car, because there's always something, unless you go and spec one new, and Luckily, in this world, we are all different. Mm -hmm. So you always have to make some compromises when you buy a used car in general. So you're going to have to do the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it will happen at some point, and my pink and red interior challenge to Dali will be unveiled on the channel. Oh, it'll be a big moment. Anyway, thank you for the question. Uh, we'll start, keep going backwards. Either one to the side, and then we'll make our way backwards, because um, we haven't got quite back there. Welcome, guys, to Australia. Um, you're both GT3 owners. What would you replace those cars with? Uh, question to both of you. We talk about this a lot. We do talk about this a lot. And obviously we both say similar things where pound for pound, I don't think there's a better car on the market than a GT3. You've got to spend quite a lot more money to, to get something better. Um, I, I've had my eye on for quite a while a Black Series. That's what I... AMG GT Black Series. Yeah, AMG GT Black Series. Yeah, that's what, that's what I... I want, it's the only car I really want at the moment, but I've not driven one yet. There's a possibility I'm gonna drive one on this trip. Um, Ooh, I hope geez. I like, I hope I like it, but I also hope I don't like it because I've got no money. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm saying there's not much that I can think of because my car's, you know, maybe- You only buy shit, so yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> But I don't think there's anything which can give me that same experience for circa, let's lie and inflate my price, 250,000 pounds. But uh, a very hard car to replace. I, I would probably take the money, get a lesser Porsche and something else. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd go and get another manual Carrera T or an old shaped car and do something else. Because I don't think it's a one car. There's not much which can compete no. with a 992 GT3. And uh, you know, I've said it quite a few times on the channel and here on the podcast. I thought realistically I'd have that car for like a year or 18 months, really enjoy doing loads of adventures and then probably move on. I'm now sitting there being like, how can I keep this car forever? You love it. Um, though, yes. Yeah, and you know, the yeah. obvious thing with the Challenge for Dial is like, well, to sell the GT3 and then you can just go and buy whatever you want. But I genuinely don't want to sell the GT3. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great piece of kit. Thank you. Uh, we'll start making our way backwards. Yeah, last few questions probably. Um, so the man with his hand up there. You can all pass the mic, please. Thank you so much. Uh, hi. Um, having driven all over the world, uh, it's quite common for people to move countries once they retire. 
not hinting that any of you are old, but um, <laughs> totally. I mean, I would genuinely move when I when I retire. I said this to you the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the question was where where would you move, Australia or anywhere else in the world? So yeah. So you said when you when you retire, you would think of. I would genu- I wouldn't move to Australia because you're literally arse end of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's you're twelve hours to get anywhere else basically. Um, but yeah, I would genuinely. I'd probably move to Europe somewhere. Do you know where? I mean, I love Switzerland as a country. Mm. Um, I don't think they'd like you there, though. That's the problem. Yeah. If we've still got combustion cars, because I am old. No, I mean, like, like a personality vibe. No, they won't like that, for sure, yeah, because I'm a yob. But, I mean, I am quite old, but I've still got 25 years of working yet. So, hopefully, we've still got combustion cars then. So, I'd want to take my combustion car to Switzerland. But they're not going to like me, are they? Because they don't like supercars. No. So... Switzerland's a good shout. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always flirted with the idea of moving out of the UK. Um, there's lots of places that I like. I do like it here. I, I, I like America a lot, and lots of different parts of America. You get shot there, though. I, yeah, you do get shot. I'm not... Do people get shot here? We were wondering... Is there guns here? No guns. We were walking around like Melbourne late, and I was like, like this feels totally safe, but are we about to get jacked? Is it, <laughs> is it, is it safe in Australia in yeah, general? everyone's nodding Okay, heads. cool. Everyone's yeah. nodding. Good. We were hiding our grip auto watches, but now we can just... Show them off. Because <laughs> it's amazing. Point. Last year when we'd done an event similar to this in LA and we asked a similar question, everyone went... Yeah, yeah, it's not like, safe. Don't it's go not down safe. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you go down get there. shot. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I've always toyed with the idea of moving, but I think, you know, especially now with the baby, we're, we're set firm for at least a few more years. At least. At least. Uh, last two questions then. Like, there you go. Perfect. Two hands at the back. Let's do one and two. Thank you, guys. Uh, welcome back to Australia. Cheers, um, man. Good to see you back in. Uh, question to both of you, two questions. Any more mechanical gremlins on your GT3s and have you still got any reservations about driving them since they were repaired? Any more problems, you said? Any more problems and any more, like, do we get in my cars and think, oh, it might break down? I, I don't. I definitely, like, it's the furthest thing from my mind is like, oh, is something else falling off? Apart from when something goes bang. <laughs> um, we, not, neither of us have fixed our weird windows. So that's like a common issue, apparently, the misaligned windows, which smash each other so the, the, the driver or passenger door, the top gets chipped because it sort of gets misaligned from factory. That yeah. Neither of us has got that fixed. I've got a few recalls in mine. I don't even know what they are. Yeah. Um, no, but, I mean, like, the fact that we pounded our cars around Red Bull Ring and they're, like, they're still chilling. I mean, we're... Yeah, I mean, mine's not been in yet. Obviously, it's due a service early next year, so it'll just go in then. I won't drive it now. Um, so, but yeah, I've got the little chip in the window and I've got the weeping shock. If it's still weeping when it goes in, I'll insist that they change it because I know it's probably still okay, but it's weeping, so I want it sorted. So, mm. um, but apart from that, you know, we did exaggerate the facts that our cars were broken. And We didn't exaggerate them because if it was an Aston Martin or a McLaren, we would have made even more of a big but, deal. But they wouldn't have done what we done when we went to... I mean, if they're broken and we still did what we did and drove all the way to Austria... I mean, what a car's even better than what we thought. Yeah, fair, fair, but... You couldn't still. do that in any. I don't else. think we exaggerated. Well, we did a little bit. Yeah. We click, said, I had a, we, we said, no, not quick, <laughs> but we said we had, I had a weeping shock like the suspension had fallen off. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> and one, one more question for you. Any update on the family car? Ah, from my side? Yes, I know you've got the Jag for a long term and I know you want the Project 8. But honestly, you should just get the M3 Touring. Get it yes! Open. That's what I keep telling you. It makes so much so, sense. So we, we're 
driving the M3 Touring Air Brisbane to Sydney next week. So that's uh, that's going to be super interesting. I, look, I I I don't I'm not not considering an M3 Touring. Um, I no no update. <laughs> <laughs> I was like racking my brains like because the Air Face is there till till uh, June I think. Um, unless they rip it back off me. What was I looking at the other day? Oh yeah, new X3. Because there's yeah. going to be a new one next year, apparently. I'm whispers. But you, 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 if the M3 Touring was 75 grand and not 90 grand, you'd have one, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably true, actually. Yeah. I think if the M3 Touring, and it will get to 75 grand, then I will, uh, yeah, for sure. Because genuinely, obviously, I drive one in the UK. It is the best all-round car you can buy, like, full stop. Modern car, that I'd, I genuinely don't think there's a better car at the moment today as we speak. So I lived with it for a week in the UK in dad mode and was so pleasantly surprised. I think now doing what's going to be 500 miles in it next week will then be another big test for me. So yeah, fair shout, good friend. Um, uh, just one more question next to you. There we go. Uh, hey, lads. Um, so touching base on what you were saying before regarding Australia being uh, a land of modified cars, so I don't know if you've noticed, and uh, I guess, Sam, you, oh, both of you will be going to Perth to see the Lee Perth collection. And he's got obviously insane high-end modified cars. And for me, yesterday, looked at a few uh, videos of uh, the SEMA show and noticed that there was, a, I think it's a Duke's Design Ferrari A12 Superfast that looked like basically a competizione. And what's your take on, I guess, this new generation of high-end modified cars. So you've got the Competizione, obviously, but you've got Duke Design, who's now doing something that looks exactly like a Competizione. And you've got Nico out in Sydney, who's got the Enlager as well. So yeah, what's your take on, uh, I guess, uh, those kind of big builds, I guess, pretty much expensive million dollar like uh, modifications? Well, to give a plug to the YTG podcast, we actually talked about this on one of their recent episodes. Has that gone out, Nico? No, no, so that'll be coming soon. Um, I think we both agree piles of... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waste the money. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's not an 812 competition, is it? Like, it might, like it might look cool. I, don't, I, I think the Novatec and Lager is one of the best sounding cars in the world. I think 812 and the Novatec exhaust, unbelievable. But it's not better than a Ferrari. It just sounds good. And the Can't be. The design is definitely worse. Um... I don't know, I, I love exhausts. I love anything that makes anything sound better, but I don't love the ones that change all the looks because, I mean, Ferrari, whilst you might think that they haven't got the same visuals that they do since Pininfarina, you know, that separation, but I mean, it's, they're paid multi-millions of pounds as a design team Billions. to come up with something, you know. Incredible. And then some guy in Germany is going, I can do better. Um, yeah. I'm like, eh, I'm not certain you can. Absolutely not. But no. then obviously the RWB is a super cool thing, so I, I don't want to knock it entirely, but I just, I wouldn't spend the money. That's, that's how I'll answer Me that too. question. Yeah. Now, just to flip on heads before we wrap up entirely, do any of the females in the room have a question? As in, like, why on earth does my husband listen to you? <laughs> and, like, you can ask any question. Like, so we can convince your husband to sell all his cars and buy you something nice. Anyone? Come on. Or do you get, tell him what to buy? It's like a large chat for the last hour. I just feel like I want some feminine energy in here. Come on, someone else. Yeah, at the front. We love it. Right, it's going to take a while <laughs> Come now. On. Then we're going to have to bring the microphone all the way forward. Can someone, can someone run it? I love this. We're so happy. Thank Come you on, so Nico. Much, get yourself way. involved. No, Nico's on a phone call, someone. Here we no, go. It's over there, look. Thank you. This is where we're going to wrap things up, so it better be good now. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. 
Oh, that microphone's now died. Oh, come on. Okay, anyway. I just thank want to thank you both because my husband bought a 360. Thanks to you. Oh, oh, she's thanking us for the 360 purchase. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for being brave enough to, to, to speak up. We appreciate that all. And look, we appreciate all of you. It's been an amazing way to kickstart this Australian adventure. Uh, everything outside has been lunacy. So once again, huge shout out uh, to YTG. We have to thank Latham Steel Security Doors, Australia and UK. Uh, don't forget, we're going to go and smash a door with a sledgehammer in a moment. So please come and watch that. I'm not sure I can pick up a sledgehammer. Not now, no. We might have to do it together. Oh, um, so go and check that out. They're going to be spoiling the rest of the trip. And of course, please go and check out Dom's amazing watches as well. Um, but really, give yourselves a round of applause because you've been an amazing audience. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.